Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. My name is Kyle Parks, and I am here with the world famous Nick Carlson. How you doing? I'm awesome, man. How are you? I'm I'm actually very impressed that I was able to just pull that move that I just did. He hit the record button with his toe of his boot. Yeah, I <laughs> I got really comfortable, and I didn't want to bend over and get uncomfortable again. Uh, so yeah, I was like, fun, I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah, having fun, man. Dude, Plus, I'm in a good position. I can face you. If I wanted to look outside, I can. Yeah, you notice I never sit like this. Yeah. I, I never sit to the left. And I always try to aim towards you. Now I'm well, we're look trying to focus into our conversation and what mm-hmm. we want to talk about, mm-hmm. which is nice. So, yeah. But this episode will be dropping on New Year's or around New Year's. So happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, we're, we're excited for 24 coming up. It's going to yeah. be a great year. Well, a lot of the dominoes have been, have been propped up for us, you know, by our own doing. Certainly. And, and I think there we've already seen um, – you know, over the last month, you know, I study the numbers and I yeah. watch the trends. I have a lot of other companies that I that I I have access to that I study their numbers, um, and I've watched the the economic storm come, and then I I estimated it about eighteen months is what I figured it would be starting somewhere around April or May last year or yeah last year at this point yeah um actually I originally thought it was going to come in December of twenty two. And I was like, oh, crap, 23 is going to be a nightmare year. Um, it started off fire, like the biggest raging fire I've ever seen in a good yeah. way. And then it, it def- the storm definitely came about May. And things typically for us, you know, they'll slow down a little bit. And it slowed down far more than I wanted it to. But I knew, yeah. I knew it was coming. I had been saying it since November, December of 22. I was like, it's coming. Yes, I it was. Kn- it's not that it fell flat on its face, but it feels like it fell flat on its face. It's, it was below the threshold of where we wanted it to be. Exactly. And the threshold is reality. And then there's desires. And then there's below reality. And I don't like, when I say reality, it's not my estimating. It's just kind of where I want it to be. Yeah. And I knew, but I also did know, and I had the wherewithal of saying, no, it's it's going to be below, I'm sure, just how far yeah. would, would it go. So kind of a recap on 23, we had a fantastic year. I We haven't closed out the year yet with this when we record this podcast. Last I checked, we were a million or $2 more than last year, which was phenomenal. We just had a crazy good run of a couple of weeks. And I think that, you know, by the time this podcast drops, guys, we'll have all of December to yeah. to to go through. Um, so I can't give you all the data, but I want to tell you that we we had an awesome year. Things grew exponentially well. We released a bunch of great products. I, the heat hand grips. Who yeah. would have, who would have thought? Exactly. Oh my gosh, those things exploded, and and we sold out of my what I call my test run in a couple weeks at minimum and then we just got them before equip and then by the time we had gotten back from equip i mean the boxes were empty yeah they were gone and uh that a lot of that came to thanks with uh blake with bnb lawn care out of uh kansas city Mm -hmm. he did a post and it went really really well so blake thank you for your um your help and it was so selfless to just want to throw throw us a bone and help us with this platform and we really appreciate that certainly um and any of the other social media guys, you know, I'd ask Spencer and um, Brian Fullerton and Mitchell. I'm sure I'm forgetting people, but like those are the first three that come to mind. You know, I'd ask them to to repost some stuff, and they did, and it helped. So, guys, thank you. Your all your hard work 
and allowing us to piggyback off of that is so appreciated. Yeah. So thank you so much to everybody that supported us that have purchased or simply just reshared a post or liked a post or um, told a friend or left us a review. That um, they're all just super amazingly. I'm very very grateful. Yeah. For, for, for all sure. That. So now that we're looking forward into 24, this ought to be an interesting year. I. I am looking at 24. I'm very excited because we've we've placed a lot of dominoes in a good direction, and we're still in the midst of placing dominoes. So that'll never end. Well, that what I mean is like by the by the revamp of the website. Yeah, you revamp. know that's that yep. will hopefully help us out and help oh, yeah. even you guys out with being able to see some things that we offer here. Oh, 100 percent. And this podcast is also a big a big thing. You know, when we put this together, this this was one of those deals where we 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 kind of looked around and and said, you know look at our our customer demographic yeah. right how do they consume information and this was this was something new that we had put together because we had watched we had learned we had studied and we said you know what i think there's a lot of value we can give um not just trying to constantly sell but also you know i think i think i've gotten a ton of feedback from people when they said they're loving the podcast yeah I mean, they're just me too. super super enjoying it people that i never even would have thought are listening listening and and that's super super cool to me and I'm, I'm humbled and grateful thank you guys and we're only we're not even a month in just yet really from what we've i mean by the time we this podcast release will be about two months yeah that's cool but as of a month in because we're trying to create this backlog so that we can go through this next run of um mulch mates we're we're almost at 500 downloads that's pretty good like we're like month. two three away that's great which is awesome that's great and and you know what's cool is that like we are realistic here. Yeah. We understand that things take time to grow and build and mature and, and just cultivate, and it takes time for that to go, and we're not in any kind of huge hurry because I believe that if you deliver enough value, people will go back and re-listen to all that. Yeah. And, and we're, we're building that, that library, and for you guys out there that may be afraid to get on social media or you're afraid to put yourself out there, don't be. Yeah. There are going to be people that love you. There are going to be people that hate you. And, and we're also trying to make sure that I try to make reference of what – episodes that we have to refer back to so if we have like episode four was our um drive to equip Mm -hmm. or even our snowmate failure and things like that like if we have the reference to it we will make sure that we let you guys know so you can go back and listen to it sure you i I need your help with that one i'll never be able to i'm making sure i'm doing it yeah i couldn't i know my strengths and that ain't one of them (laughs) um so you know looking into 24 what what do i see for us in particular um I think if we could simply hold tight, I think it's going to be a good year yeah. because I think we're it's a um, it's an election year. It that for me personally, I have always seen election years as a uh, what's going to happen, who's going to get elected. Everybody holds their money for the most part. Yeah, they kind of they kind of tighten up. Uh, debt is at an all time high right now in in the world. Um, I know personally, you know. I've had credit cards where the credit card company is like, hey, you're not using all this credit line. We're going to back it down. Yeah. And that's not because, like, all my stuff's paid for. I have no no credit card debt whatsoever. Uh, normal, reoccurring, a couple grand a month kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but nothing nothing's outstanding. Everything yeah. gets paid down to zero every single month for me. And I think that's just because everybody's, you know, the limits are stretched for everybody. Interest rates are up. Now, I did hear that interest rates are going to drop, could be upwards of six points next year or, or six different drops if that's the case guess who's buying a house problem gonna is, try. <laughs> problem is with that though is that if they do that the housing market's going to skyrocket yeah, so, so i have to be very diligent of it I, well i think what's going to end up happening i think maybe the 
this is my prediction. I don't know this for a fact, but this is kind of my thoughts on it. I think in the housing world, I think it's probably best to buy something ASAP. Yeah, and then refi. And then refi toward you know in a year after it drops a couple points. Hopefully, it drops yeah. a couple points. Um, will it ever be what it was? I ugh, I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. Um, I sure hope it gets back down to that. I think we had a much more prosperous uh, economy when mo- when money is flowing. Um, things just get better, right? Yeah. And, and and you know how do you get money to flow? Well, you have to pour it into the middle class. The middle class is what makes things move. Um, that that's just the the facts of it. If you hog all the money at the top, it, it don't it don't move. It don't yeah. flow. And when money's flowing, taxes are getting pulled out. Things are getting paid. People are moving money. Anytime money moves, it gets taxed. Yeah. So for the government if you if you keep taxing us or you keep pushing inflation up you stagnate the money you, you lose out on the tax money yeah it just doesn't make any sense to me so i don't know i'm not a financial guru by any means i've got you know 20 plus years in business i have somewhat of an idea of all that but i don't you know. understand the ebbs and the flows of where the money goes i do and i think paying taxes is actually something you should be proud of like when we write our seven figure checks to uncle sam here at dawson um you know it burns my hiney because i dude i can buy a couple lamborghinis i can buy a house i could buy commercial property i could buy investment but i i you have to pay a certain amount of tax to in order to get you know we have lines of credit just sitting there waiting in the wind to just if we need it it's it's there yeah um and, and sometimes we use it just so we like for instance this year in 20 in 23 when uh when i saw the storm coming i said okay let's tap in that line of credit because if things go south i'll still have an abundance of cash and i could spread this out and and then be able to weather anything that comes our way yeah and that's make that makes us a very stable very good business to you not necessarily invest in but like as in a stock market but buy our equipment buy yeah. our products we're, we're very stable very mature company yeah, we'll be around point. for a while yeah and and when you have your bankers coming to you all the time like they do with us and they're like hey man you want some money hey man you want some money that's a direct indication of the health of your company because yeah. they, they see all our books and our, our you know P&Ls and all that um, it's very it's very very good uh, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to make it better we're going to continually grow and try to make every little nook and cranny of this thing that much better whether it's the cleanliness of the shop the computers we use this podcast and, and you know the editing or, or whatever yeah. you know we're just a little better a little better a little better 1% 1% so you know, Kyle, as far as 24, before we jump into, you know, I guess I kind of took over there for a second. <laughs> sorry. Um, you know, I know you had said you wanted to dive into your, you know, what you've learned and then what you've been through, well, what you've been through, then what you've learned in growth and then your thought process of, you know, you were kind of sharing that before we press record. What, what does that look like for you? What what do you feel? Yeah. So I... <laughs> I'm not going to say 24 is going to be like, oh, my year. I hate when people say that because yeah. it's always a resolution and then it's caved in by the time it's February, March. Um, so the one thing I know that really clipped for me, at least in 23, that I want to carry into 24 is um, when I was sick in August, um, I had pneumonia, I had rhinovirus and another virus that I can't remember the name of. It starts with a T. Um, but I, it, and it's funny, it's always happens in three was with me. I had, um, what was it? Acute appendicitis, strep throat, and the flu seven years ago. And it, everything just hits me at once. It's crazy. But, um, this year really hit me because I had my baby girl mm-hmm. and, um, I w- I remember sitting there on the couch going, dude, if I don't get myself together and get things under control, um, 
you know, how's my, how's my daughter going to be able to rely on me? How am I going to be able to give my daughter what she wants in life? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm financially strapped or suited or anything, but you know, we, we have a little bit of money put away and we were able to put a little bit of money away, but being out for those two weeks, I noticed that it, it hurt. Yeah. Um, I had, I still have a landscape company that I run on the side. Um, you've given me the opportunity and ability to come in early and work early and leave early Mm -hmm. so that I can still take advantage of daylight Mm -hmm. for the landscaping company. And doing that while I was sick, I had to pay a subcontractor for, and that hurt me. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't able to pay off the occurring or the, um, the little bit of debt that I had within the company to be able to get ahead again. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I noticed that and I'm, with that being said, I have to create structures and systems to get in place so that this coming year, I'm not hurting as bad as I was. And a couple of those things that came down to is I had a reoccurring monthly payment with a CPA. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's something that I need to take care of. I need to learn my finances and be able to take control of my finances versus have somebody else look at them for me and tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um and then that's that's not necessarily saying that I'm going to be in control of everything. It's just I need to have the understanding so that I have the wherewithal to make control of my life. Otherwise, yep. other people are going to be control of my life, and yep. I don't want that. Nope. Um, well, you have to know what they're saying to you, too. Exactly. So the one thing that I know this coming year is going to be control, having my moral compass and control. Um, number one thing in my life is my family. Mm-hmm. A baby girl, number one. Wife, number two. And it's I, I put it in that order because that is the order that my wife and I have agreed that it has to be in. Mm. You know, Malin is first, and then we are second. Mm. And then everything else around us is third. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that we had that conversation before Malin was born is because it, it kind of helped us align ourselves. That way we can have conversations about things. And we had a conversation last night coming home from a wedding, and she's like, you know, I I wouldn't mind starting trying for number number two. And, um, but if we're going to do that, we need to get health insurance under control. And I'm like, I get that, you know, so let's, let's figure out what we're going to do with health health insurance. It's going to cost us X amount, you know, cause like right now I have no problem being semi-transparent on it. We're, we're around $500 mm-hmm. a month that we have to pay out of pocket for taking care of health insurance. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, that's a decent chunk of change that comes out of a pocket, especially not being, you know, oh yeah, we have hundred grand put away, blah blah blah. Like no, it's we only have a couple grand put away. We're we're renting a house and we're trying to find a place to buy a home mm-hmm. and still be within our means to grow our family. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't want to be in this rental for the rest of my life. I would like to be in a home to have property, a place to actually feel like I can call home mm-hmm. versus I live in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like going into twenty three or sorry twenty four, having this moral compass understanding who I am as a person and where I need to be. I, this is how I see myself. I'm Kyle Parks. I want to be the best Kyle Parks that I can be in any situation that I am. Mm -hmm. So whether that comes in the powder coating booth and I am producing the best batches that I possibly can, or I am the CTO on the podcast and trying to produce value, asking the questions to produce the value or giving my knowledge of areas where I have failed so that you don't make the the common mistakes that I have failed in don't chase the shiny syndrome, (laughs) you know, like 
those kind of things or don't have my ego of what are the other people thinking? I need to know where I am as a person so that I can follow my moral compass and feel the best that I can when I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Granted, I don't sleep the best because when I go to sleep, my mind's racing like a freaking racehorse. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's still something to be said is who am I? Where am I going? Where do I want to be in the next five to 10 years? I would love to have the position within Dawson and my landscaping company that my wife can be a stay-at-home mom and she can take care of our kids Mm -hmm. and she can teach our kids our moral values within our family Mm -hmm. and have them grow and be respectful kind human beings no matter where they go Mm -hmm. you know like my father always gave me this we always said it's the tools in your toolbox you know i want to be able to give them my tools and have them replicate it so that they have the best tools to be able to create their foundations in life and build whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And that should be their life. Yeah. Not It doesn't have to be a company. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a college degree. It doesn't have to be any of that. It has to just be them. Mm-hmm. If they can create a stable them, awesome. Because I noticed in 21, 22, I got out of control. And I, I didn't How? have a... How? What does out of control look like for you? I focused too much on what others believed in. And, you know, I, I tried this. I tried that. I tried this. I tried that. When it came to my landscaping company, I was, oh, I had a bamboo job that came up and I, I could hack it all down. And, you know, I thought it was cool, you know, using this, this big equipment, even though it was running it, it was still using it, you know. And I, I was posting these videos and pictures of, you know, how I was going somewhere. And I, all I was doing was running my feet. I wasn't getting anywhere in life. I was running on slippery ice versus having traction and moving forward. Right. Um, Which is why this is one area that I caught myself in. I was reading a bunch of books, but I wasn't retaining the knowledge. Or putting them into practice? Exactly. Yeah. Um, And that's the thing is, is I can recite a couple of things out of the book, but I wasn't understanding the knowledge, putting it into practice, and executing. Yeah, that's that's the number one thing. And it... (laughs) You sit back at it and you go, damn, I failed. I, I failed in that portion of my life, but I didn't fail my life because I've turned. I've looked at it and said, you know what? I need to turn around and make it better. Yep. And that's the part I'm in right now is I'm trying to make it better 1% at a time, 1% at a time, a little bit by little bit. And this was actually something interesting. And I, I explained to Chloe last night why it meant so much to me is – we were getting out of the truck. We were coming home from the wedding, and we had, like, change of clothes and stuff like that because we went over to my parents' house to iron clothes, stuff like that. And Kaylee helped Chloe put, um, get her nails done. And when we came home, we had a bunch of stuff in the truck. And she was like, well, just wait till tomorrow to take it out. And I'm like, no, babe, I want to get it out of my truck today. I just need – it's a clean slate. It's something that means something to me. And she got agitated about it. And um, go back and listen to the podcast. Uh, what number was that one? Not tomorrow, today. Uh, six. There you go. Um, but she she kind of pushed back at it, and you know, I brought Maylin in, I brought the pieces in, and I put them down, and she got agitated, and I, I let her cool down. And I'm like, babe, just because it doesn't mean much to you, it doesn't mean it means something to me. I want to be able to have a clean truck, mm-hmm. you know. And then she gave this. Um, this rebuttal of, well, well, can you help me get my truck taken care of? And I was like, I have no problem helping sure. you get your car clean. Yeah. You know, if that's something that means something to you, please, by all means, let's do it. Yeah. You know, we haven't made the priority or the time to do that. And that's something that you and I have to work on because we did get into this very 
complacency mindset for a while and it's definitely displaying in our emotional life so i'm like babe let's let's try cleaning up a little bit here and she's been this is one thing i've noticed especially in the last week or two is she's been very anal about getting the kitchen clean Mm -hmm. we used to have stuff stacked up in the kitchen and it's like look we need to take care of our lives even though the dishwasher may not work, we need to find a way to get this house clean and get around it. Scrub the damn dishes. That's what's well, what we've been doing. Yeah, and the hard. problem is, is we have a dishwasher. Why doesn't it work? You know, and we can't figure out what's wrong with it. And we don't want to go calling somebody to have them come in. And granted, yeah, it's a rental. That's a whole other story. But we're doing our best to make our lives better now. And another thing we're doing right now is we're, we're joining our finances. We're at a point where... We need to get rid of personal debts again. You know, we had a spending spree because Chloe had this little bit of a a mental depression per se, mm-hmm. but we're working through it together. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I think she feels better when we're working together than separately. And since she was separate or feeling like she was separate, she was able to get away with some things. And now that it's, we're going to do it together, we're going to hold each other accountable, we're going to get ourselves into a house. And we're going to make our lives better. We're taking control of things. And it's just, it's having that moral compass. And having, being that I got sick last year and noticing what my one, two, and three in life is, I was able to focus myself in, I have to be able to give what I want to Maylin. I have to be able to provide for May, or, uh, Chloe. I have to be able to provide for myself. You know, so how am I going to get myself into those positions to be able to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to make sure that every day I get into work early, even though I we can't necessarily do overtime just yet. Mm-hmm. I want to show the initiative that I'm here early, even though Sam said not to come in an hour early. I'm still going to come in an hour early and make sure I'm getting something done before everybody gets here. I want to show that initiative. And then if it's even if I stay an extra five minutes to help something out and then I go out the mm-hmm. door. I'm trying to show that extra. I'm trying to show that I want to sh- put a mulch mate on the back of every landscaper truck out there mm-hmm. that can possibly use it. You oh, know, because I a lot see. Of them. <laughs> I, but that's the thing is, is like I see the vision of the company. I can see the vision of where that can help take my family, your family, you know, everybody here, and I want to be able to help provide that. So even if it's me coming in an hour early and I clean the shop or I clean the common spaces. Yep. That makes me feel like I'm producing for a cause. Yeah, absolutely. So that's part of my moral compass. And hopefully with the new year coming, mm-hmm. everybody else can focus on their moral compass and they can write their minds. So, because we were just talking to Corey Ballard. He found his moral compass and he found that once he aligned with it, it makes him feel better and it makes him produce better. Mm-hmm. So once I found my moral compass and at least let me know what you think, once I found it, I started producing better. I started visualizing things better. I started coming into work a little bit happier with a, a better mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, so I'll give you a really good – I always like to kind of not tear myself down on the podcast, but give people uh, a view of of what I've struggled with so it can relate to them. Yeah. And, and something I, I admitted to Corey that I haven't said to a lot of people, but I've, I've voiced it a couple times, but not on the podcast – I used to go to Chick-fil-A like every morning to get breakfast. And that yeah. was when I was, you know, tilting the scale at 350 pounds. And I no longer am tilting the scale at that. I'm at like, whatever, 260. I'd lost over 100 pounds. I'd lost 125 pounds. And I got so skinny that it was too skinny. Um, yeah. 
And so now I'm trying to find that that middle ground for me. Uh, it's just a journey. It's just a good you know, old happy medium. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Right now I'm a little heavier than I want, but that that's just what it is. But anyway, when I used to go through this drive through, I used to have a a, a 2016 F350 uh, dually platinum white gorgeous truck, diesel, hold on yards. Yeah, it it done blowed up on the way to Kentucky. But anyway, don't drive 100 mile an hour. Yeah, well, I can't. I have to go fast. I like speed. But um. There was this chick that that I have no n- never had any interest in, but I knew her from from high school. Yeah, She's a couple grades younger than me, whatever. I just knew of her, and I had these dumbass thoughts go through my head. I'd go through this drive-through, and I was like, "Man, I wish I had my truck was jacked up so she could see it. I wish I had rims on my truck so she could see it and I could press her." Not that I was trying to attract her. It could have been anybody from yeah. school. It had nothing to do with gender. It had nothing to do with. It was an individual person that you noticed that we knew. We 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 it was a common you know. Uh, Mutual, not friendship, but just knowing who each other was. Yeah. And I had this dumbass thoughts of like, I wish, you know, I wish people could see me and, and think, and Corey was saying this too, it, it, you know, I want them to think I'm a badass or yeah, I've got my ego. shit together. Yeah, my ego was like so big. And and I was, I remember that had gone through my head like four times. And then I got to thinking about it like after the fourth time and I'm like, that is the dumbest, dumbest thing on the planet to worry about what someone thinks of me in that manner. Now, I am concerned with today with I want to be the best Nick that I can be, right? Whether it's for the team here or for whoever's watching or listening to us or the guy that I met at, at Lowe's the other day and he was talking to me about the Bronco or the person I held the door for or whatever. Yeah. Right? The, the, the thing that I've come to grips with on since that day of thinking of my truck and had that realization was, you know, I've always had a good moral compass. I, I learned it about 22, 23 is when I kind of gathered all of the pieces of my compass and said, okay, this is what Nick stands for. This is what Nick believes in. And no one's going to sway me away from that. And when I switched, when I, when I sold my landscape company and started Dawson Manufacturing, the one thing that I promised myself, and somebody actually told me this on LinkedIn the other day. They said, I, I asked them, I said, you know, I don't understand why people, you know, look at me the way they do and he said it's because oh we're talking about LAL he goes it's because you literally have no BS you just tell it like it is it's you're not trying to fool anybody and we can all see that you are truly who you are yeah and I had said to me that was so refreshing to hear and I was so thankful because it's exactly what I've been saying I wanted to do since the day I sold my landscape company and I had the opportunity to kind of reinvent myself now Reinventing yourself for me was one of the hardest things I'd ever done. Oh, it's brutal. It is brutal. And if you guys are going to start off this new year and you're like, oh, New Year resolution, blah, 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 blah. First off, you're weak because you should have done it weeks ago. Yeah. You should have done it yesterday. You don't wait. The calendar means nothing, it literally means zero. You can start not tomorrow, not an hour from now. You can start right now and you can go do it today, not tomorrow. pause. Yeah, pause. I'm going to go sit in a corner, lights off, eyes shut. I'm going to think about what it is I truly want out of my life. And I'm going to stop letting life happen to me, and I'm going to take control of it, and I'm going to make it what I want it to be. Yeah. Because you are. You fully are in control of that. And sometimes it takes longer than you want. No, I'm not going to say sometimes. It always takes longer than you want. It never comes overnight. I wanted to lose weight. I didn't know how much I wanted to lose. I just didn't want to be 350 anymore. Yeah. And I just took it day by day, pound by pound, until I got to a point that I was like, okay, this is too much. I never said I wanted to be 225 pounds. Never did I ever throw a number out there. It was always just a matter of, I just want to 
be the best I could be. Yeah. And I didn't put a timeline on it. Next thing I knew, I turned around nine months later, and I was 225 pounds. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I literally broke down in tears in my truck one day and bawled my eyes out because I had never been skinny. Now, I'm not skinny today. I'm, I'm a little bit overweight where I want to be, but I, it, it just goes to show if you just set that compass to true north or wherever it is you're pointed, wherever you want to be, and you don't let distractions get a hold of you. Yeah. And don't worry about what anybody else thinks. I don't. I don't care if it's Chloe, your significant other, you know, my wife, my kids, my dad. My dad's a great example. The man's a genius. He is a very smart individual. But him and I see things differently. Yeah. And there are times I have to check myself and go, Am I doing this because I'm trying to impress him? Am I doing this because I truly believe in it? You know, is he holding me back just because I'm worried about what he thinks? And ultimately, I just have to go. I have to do what I think is 100% correct for me because if it is, then I'll be I'll win, which is what a father wants. If I don't win, then then I, I learned a lesson. And if I just pay attention to those lessons, like I had, you had mentioned something earlier about, you know, doing the research, right? This is something that irks me. I, I literally will get beat right in the face talking about this because I I know a lot of people that do this. They will research and research and research and research, and then they'll beat me over the head with the research, but they don't apply it to themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't engage. Yeah, that was my twenty-two or twenty-one, twenty-two. Right. So, like, I'll give you a great for instance. You can go to the grocery store. You can buy all the food in the world you want. You can take it home. You can put it in the cabinets. You can put it in the fridge. You can, you know, decide I'm gonna I'm gonna you know cook fillet and potatoes and all this this beautiful meal and you can, you can cook it all. But if you don't sit down to eat it, you have this beautiful, amazing, warm meal that you're not doing anything exactly. with. Exactly. So you've gotta you've gotta you know be the horse that gets the water and then drink the damn water, right? You can do all the research in the world to find the best water, but if you don't drink it, it doesn't do no good. Exactly. So and and don't do this. This is something I've done this. I physically have done this. This is an actual real life thing. I'll sit down with a bottle of water at my desk. And I'm like, all right, got to drink that water today because it's going to it's going to serve me, it's going to do me right, it's going to make me feel better. Next thing I know, I go make a coffee, sit down, and I'm drinking the coffee and the coffee's right in front of the bottle of water. <laughs> right? Like right now I've got I, my dad bought me coffee this morning. I didn't want it. He forced me to have it. And I was like, fine, whatever. It's the first Starbucks coffee I've had in three weeks. That one. Yeah. You've got a bottle of water and a thing of Celsius in front of you. Is the Celsius empty? Right. But the bottle of water is not. Yeah. So truly. But I did have to catch my. I, so in the last podcast, I do intermix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I try to always make sure that I throw in water between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not trying to call you out. When yeah. I'm, because that's just your, your deal. For me, you know. I would find myself not drinking enough water, and I'm I'm taking coffee down, or I'm drinking the Celsius. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, dude, this is not because your compass is your compass. I'm not saying you're doing it oh wrong certainly, right now. but for me, I caught myself doing that, and I'm like, Ugh, stop doing that. You you know better, and so do all the research you want. Go ahead. You can study Brian's law maintenance, how he does his, his social medias. You can study Tony Robbins. You can buy every mastermind book group. You can join Arate Syndicate like I did. If you don't do it and practice it and, and work on it, you are wasting your time. Yeah. And you're letting your, you know what you're doing? You're letting your life slide away to nothing. So when we were talking to Corey, I'd written down this word Friday because this is a big one to me. I can't stand when people go, 
Thank God it's Friday. Well, you know what? Your life must suck because yeah. you're taking five days a week and you're dreading them to then get to two days a week where you're semi-happy or or just simply existing without the stresses of work. Honestly, it's only even one day because you have Saturday. They, or uh, Yeah, Friday, you drink, you do whatever you want to do, you party. And then you have Saturday that you're doing pretty much the same thing into Sunday. And yep. then you go Sunday, you're dreading all day for the next day. That would – I live that – well, no. I, I live the Sunday thing. I didn't live the Friday thing. Yeah. But could you imagine every day living like that? And every Sunday you're like, God, I got to go work on Monday. Dude, I, I lay down on Sunday nights. First off, I love Sunday nights because there's like no cars driving by my house. Yeah. It's quiet. Everybody's just peaceful and sleeping. And uh, as long as my kids are sleeping, <laughs> and, and um, I'll lay down, and I'm like, wow, this is so nice. It's quiet. And then I think to myself, all right, tomorrow, literally this is what I say to myself, tomorrow's another day to kick ass. I get to go chase a dream, and I would hate to wake up every day and dread being a mom or being um, a caretaker to somebody or a bus driver. Or, like, if you're just a bus driver, like, that's fine. That's great. We all need somebody to drive the kids around or – the people that aren't as fortunate or, or whatever. But if I've literally met bus drivers that are miserable and they dread it. And they're like, thank God it's Friday. What, that's the lady that drives my kids, my kid to work or to school every day it does that. And I, I'm like, I, I don't say anything to her because it's not my place to change her. It's, she's got her own thoughts. But I've also seen bus drivers and they're like, hey, it's been an awesome week. You can choose that. You can yeah. choose to say, it's been an awesome week or – thank god the sun's coming out like right now the sun's getting ready to come out now after two days of of rain and nasty and i am just so thankful to see the sun yeah but i'm also thankful that we've got the rain because we need it it cleans things up it washes the ground it feeds the plants you can choose look at rain as a bad thing or you can choose look at rain as a a good thing right or like daylight savings right with with the darkness early you can either learn to embrace it or you can be like it makes my old man miserable he can't (laughs) stand it and and the way i look at it as well, good. This is a chance for us to have Christmas lights, and you know, dude, Christmas lights make me so happy. That's great that you that you focus on that, right? Like I used to hate Christmas, and I still don't love it, but I'm I'm trying to to look at the positives. Like I took my kids out to this this uh, light thing on Saturday, and I can't, I could care less. But it was so nice to walk around and look at the lights, even though they had half the blackout, half the place was blacked out. Really, they, they, they had power issues or something. We ended up getting a refund. Which didn't come in the form of cash; it just came in more tickets. But whatever. Yeah. Thank you. That's a positive. Even though it was a negative, it was a positive. Um, but we sat there and we we um, we ate some pizza and we had hot cocoa and there was fires like, like little bonfires everywhere. Yeah. Um, face painting, beautiful Christmas lights everywhere. And I'm not a Christmas lights guy, but I'm like trying to like find the positive in it so I can enjoy the moment. And uh, that's choice. That's something I practice. Like. I fell out of love with Christmas because this is when speaking of I got to text Lyle. All kinds of bad things happened to me this time of year. And and I decided was it last year or this year? I can't remember, but I had decided that I am no longer going to hate this time of year and I'm going to try to embrace it and find all the positives in it. And all that is is a mind shift that you only you can control. Yeah. I can introduce this this uh viewpoint to you Kyle. But and everybody that's listening, but you have to engage, right? You have to you have to put the vehicle in drive, and you have to drive that son of a gun. And, and and all I'm trying to do with this podcast, and what I try to do in life, 
is to is to show people that there's a better there's a better way to look at it or maybe it's just a reminder um you know no way shape or form am i perfect at this i struggle every day with i've never felt this until this past year but monotony i don't like monotony i like i can't i'm not one to to like the repetition i like to to jump in into something new or a project or just a new environment like just go for a drive yeah like dude just let me go for a drive and i'm a much happier guy um and some people just they get so bogged down with that so in 24 guys find your happy place right it's interesting how people monotony it's not that it's introduced you wake up you go to work you do your thing that that part is monotonous what you do outside you can you can introduce the new things for you whether it's a drive or whether it's doing a new activity with the kids or doing a new activity with the wife you know and that's that's something i need to be more mindful of with chloe is being less monotonous now granted it is very hard when you do have children and they need to get into a routine in order to i'm not gonna say have a better life but in order for life to be easier yeah um but being (coughs) oh he's sorry about that he's down i have no idea what that was (laughs) it just like smacked me in the back of my throat and it was like oh hey you're coughing now but um no it's it's just being more aware of having that time with your loved ones or yourself so like i say whether it's doing a drive or you mow a lawn a different way or you try something different or you weed whack in a different door it just just change it up make it so that not only that you're challenging yourself but you're giving yourself you're you're allowing your brain to work yeah. versus going into a routine because I find myself doing this all the time if I'm on Aviation Boulevard I'm turning at the um, Rofo yeah. I, n- I don't always go down and turn at the light right. um, but that's just because my brain is always in autopilot when right. I'm doing that that's scary you know and it's okay stop pause do this now there's ways that you can get back on the road you turn around you you go where you need to go there's always reroutes but the fact that i always turn at the rofo versus going to the light it changes some things try going out of your house like today guys when you get up tomorrow instead go of around turning, the front of your car instead of the rear yeah do that or like and when you leave your driveway instead of always turning left hang a right yeah i don't care if it's a cul-de-sac down there just do it yeah it will it be it's amazing your mind doesn't like the monotony what, what likes the monotony is laziness. Mm-hmm. And you've got to sometimes break out of that and change change your routine, change what you're looking at. Um, you know, do something funny. Like the other day, I was thinking about the podcast, and I'm like, you know what I don't do enough on the podcast? I don't laugh enough. Yeah. And it's because I'm so passionate about helping everybody and, and being serious and be like, guys, I'm not kidding here. You need to, you know, better yourself and you need to, you know, don't let life slide by you and 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 the reason i'm so passionate about it all because i have a lot of experience in that area what i don't have a lot of experience in is like partying like having a good time now that's not to say like i don't need alcohol to have a good time no same i could care less i mean i can let it hang out anytime anywhere that i want that was a learned skill i didn't do it because i drank and found myself doing that i just realized i'm like dude you're too stiff yeah, loosen the hell up. Um, Drinking tends it doesn't it loosens me up, but at the same time, it also makes me very numb. Not numb. It it slows me down. It doesn't yeah. allow me to keep my energy up. That's all. That's exactly and, what it does. And um, that's the fun thing is like when we were at the wedding this weekend, um, 
I noticed I had I had one drink, wasn't really a huge fan of it, and I just I put it down, I drank it, finished it. I had the tab, the tabs in my jacket, so remind me to grab that. Thank you. Um, but I I didn't need it. I didn't no. want another one. And you know, I kept sipping a, cu- a couple people's drinks because they were like, "Oh, try this," and I was like, "Okay, sure," you know, no problem. But I I didn't need it to be a part of the the good time. Um, might have helped with my legs not hurting quite as bad today, but <laughs> God, we were jumping like buffoons. But still, it's you don't need it. It's not everybody else is going to say, "Oh, I need it." No, you don't. Just relax. No, I always tell people, put your shoulders down. Yeah, take Every, everybody's too tense. Yeah, you know, just go in, put your shoulders down, be a little bit more loving and caring for the person next to you. Yeah, you know, like, I kept bumping into people by accident. I'm, I am so sorry. Like I didn't see you there. Like right. my bad. And the guys like turn around. They're like, "Oh, it's okay. Just push me out of the way. I wasn't even in line anyway." I was like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "I really wasn't." I was cool. You know what the line that I use a lot, and it gets a lot of giggles. So being a bigger, relatively bigger dude. You know, I tend to, I'm doing something, uh, say I'm at um, Home Depot. Yeah. And I'm standing there looking at something or doing something. I, I'm a fast moving dude. Like, I don't go slow, hence Life in the Fast Lane podcast. Um, but we, I'll turn. Just, I'll just make a turn, but I just don't do it slow. Yeah. Just, I guess, my age or whatever, how I'm geared. And um, I'm constantly going, oh, sorry. And, and, and I'll, I'll not hit somebody, but I'll be like right in their face or they're like staring at my chest yeah. or, or something. And it's that weird, awkward moment of like, we're both taking up the same amount of real estate. Yeah. And and I and I I just say, oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not trying to be a jerk at all. Um, but uh, it reminds me of something that happened over the weekend. I'll I'll, I'll I'm definitely gonna point that one out here <laughs> in a second. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> Very crazy com- or um, situation I went through over the weekend. But um, with the line that I always use is, oh, I'm I'm, I'm super sorry. I, I definitely need a backup camera. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and so you just giggled. Everybody giggles when I say it, and it and it's it not only breaks that weird awkward silence, but it makes people laugh and, and it leaves this funny impression. And everybody walks away from the scenario instead of grumpy like, Ugh, guy, 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 get in my space. It, yeah, it's it's this good feeling that I've left them with, and I'm fully in control of all that. So I'm gonna go. Let me tell you this story, dude. Oh, it is God. kind of funny you say, oh. The oop, I'm sorry. Oh. I do it all the time. Yeah. Matt caught me out on the other day. He's like, dude, you say that all the time. I just like, oh, just. Yeah. I don't even say I'm sorry. I'm just like, oh, my yeah. bad. Oop. I don't know. Oop. It's it's something I guess we all do. We picked up on it somewhere. But get, little OP. Listen to this. I can talk about this now because this isn't going to get released on next year. So I'm out. I'm, I'm at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> okay. And I'm not eating. I'm there at the gift shop because my kids like certain things at this gift shop. Yeah. So I was there doing some shopping. For, for Christmas because I'm old St. Nick. Old St. Nick. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. And um, I, I go in and I buy some stuff. I got a bag and I ended up buying a, a, a rocking chair uh, for Julia because she had said like three, four, five years ago she'd always wanted one. Okay, perfect. Cracker Bear is like a nice place to get one too because it's like that's all the old timey stuff and yeah. like they always everybody yeah. oh my bad no you're good <laughs> oh. it, it was, yeah you just did it but uh, it was on sale yeah so perfect like why why not and um, so I walk out and I'm piling all these toys and stuff in the back of the truck and man this I really wish this scenario didn't happen so don't do this uh, white old white rusted out nasty um, explorer two, yeah two door um I hear this clang. I'm like, what was that? So there's a car between my truck and the the, the vehicle that had done this. They had taken a bag of their trash, must have had beer bottles in it, yeah. other stuff. It's like a Wawa bag, a little plastic bag. They tied, At least they tied a knot in it, and they just threw it out the window. 
And I guess I didn't realize I had done it, but I, under my breath or just kind of out loud, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. And I look over and I'm looking at the bag and I'm like, I didn't see it happen, but I heard it. And I'm looking at the truck and you can tell this type of vehicle, it's old, it's rotted out. It's not been well taken care of. They're playing a certain style of music. I can yeah. hear their voices. They're a certain style of people. And I'm like, Ugh. and I, 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 I had thought to myself, do I go over there, grab the bag, and throw it back in the truck and say, don't do that? What I decided was, no, it's not my place. I should do that because if we all just let these people do this, they're going to continue to do it, and then the good people are going to suffer because of it. Yeah. So I have this um, – I play this game in my head, and I go, you have a lot to lose, dude. You have two children. You have a family. You have a business. You know, you're probably not the guy yet to, to enforce this. The whole truck's got, like, super tinted windows. I'm only seeing, like, the back corner of this truck. So I decide I'm going to let it go. But what I decided was that I'll I'll pick it up and I'll take it and throw it in the trash. Because, like, 10 minutes – when I walked into Cracker Barrel, my father had bought Chick-fil-A for lunch, and, and I threw all the bags away. Um, I didn't even want Chick-fil-A, but he ended up buying Chick-fil-A for me. I ate, like, half it. Dude, can you believe I ate nuggets and I said I'll never eat Chick-fil-A again? <laughs> That's how bad it made me feel because I eat so clean typically. And I just felt grimy after I ate it. I was like, I'm not eating. If, unless it's a salad, I'm not eating it anymore. Yeah. I'm just, I'm decided I'm not doing it. So I see the vehicle pull forward and they kind of pull into the road, you know, between us and Cracker Barrel and there's no one coming. And they're like, what'd you say? And I'm like, I'm standing at the back of the truck. I can't see them, but I hear it. And so I kind of take my head and I kind of look around the truck and it, what'd you say? And they used a, a term that I'm not going to use. And I'm like, excuse me? Are you talking to me? And so I walk over, slowly approaching the vehicle because, hey, I'm not carrying. I have a carry license, but I'm not carrying. Yeah. Um, it's a nice day out. It's not It's not raining. It's wet. But I don't have a hoodie on. Like, I've got – I'm wearing a T-shirt, dude. So I've got no nowhere to hide it. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And it's Christmas time, and people act crazy. But I walk over, and I'm like, did you throw the trash on the ground? And they're like – yeah so what and i'm like you you do understand that's not okay and like what are you gonna do about it you know what what's it matter to you i said do you understand this is this is earth this isn't your trash can this is where we all live you that's illegal first off second off you have no right to just throw trash around there's a trash can 10 feet from your truck yeah and they start mouthing off and you talk and they're just they're just going it's all women that i can tell the passenger seat person's got their hood up it, dude, you're wearing a hoodie. It's 60 degrees almost. Yeah. You get your hood up. It was way too hot for a hoodie. The dri- I accidentally had one on. Yeah. The driver is mouthing off. The pastor is really not saying much. And here's the kicker. This is where society for me is just – partly the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I want to try to help society somehow. Anybody that's listening, I'm trying to help. This little girl, she she's African-American. She she pokes her head out from this, this seat because it's a two-seater truck, so there's no back window. She's got her head and one of her arms out the window. She couldn't have been 12 years old. F-bombing me and calling me all these racial slurs and flipping me off. And you go pick it up. And I'm like, it ain't my trash. Get out of the truck and go get it. And here's here's what's going through my head. I don't know who's in this vehicle. Yeah. I, I don't. And there could be a gun. I get shot right through that window. And you know what's sad is that I'm having all these thoughts and I'm – I've done nothing. I've literally done nothing. I went and bought Christmas presents for my family, and I'm putting them in the truck. These people 
this is the trash of society that they can fix. They yeah. are in full control of it. This whole podcast is about looking at the new year and making the better decisions for you. Yeah. Right? These people, I guarantee you aren't listening to us. Um, <laughs> I wish they were because I wish you'd do better. Um, but, you know, instead of taking it and learning from their experience and going, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that. They call me every racial slur under the sun and then speed off through the parking lot and I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm very upset at this point. Like, my, my, my adrenaline's up. Well, all you were trying to do was make the world just a little bit better. Yeah, and, and they're making like, it worse. Take it and put it in the trash. Just put it in the trash, man. I shouldn't have to remind you you're an adult, and then you have this child in the backseat. A, he's not in a seatbelt. B, is probably on the verge of being a teenager, and they're already corrupt. Yeah. So these people... This 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 is a group. This isn't. This, this is just this truck in general. This well, it's this it's this truck, but there's also people like them, and it has nothing to do with race. Yeah, at all. It's just this group of people that they continually make poor decisions, and they want to know why their lives aren't better. Well, it's because of your decisions, and you could become better, but you have to you have to research it, you have to learn it, you have to change your family tree. Don't don't fall into that same negative pot that you hate. Yeah, you could just one percent better each day, man. And so I ended up having to, to, to leave that. And, and any of y'all that are listening that are trying to do a great job, here's where I ended up. I leave very upset uh, at, at the whole situation. And I'm not cussing. I'm sad. I'm, yeah. s- I'm saddened by this. And I'm listening. To, uh, here it is. I'm listening to a, a, a book that's it's about bettering yourself, bettering understanding the world. And I'm listening to it. And I'm, uh, so half my brain is listening to this, this book. The other half of my brain is thinking about the situation and how I'm glad I didn't get shot. Um, and it didn't get worse than it did because I've been in that situation. But, you know, I, I'm sitting there thinking about it. And I go, you know what? I can't hold on to this. That's that's not mine to hold. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm going to do what I can to make this world a better place. And unfortunately, there'll be some souls lost in all of it, and I can't control that. But for y'all that are listening that have been in that same situation, um, it's it's very important that you guys understand that it's – it's going to be okay. You can't help everybody. You can't help every employee. You can't help your significant other. Sometimes significant others go bad, and, 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 it, and it sucks that you can't help them, and you want to, and you know maybe you're not the best version of you yet that you really want to get to, but with enough time, you can get there. Yeah. And it starts today. Not, not New Year's resolutions. You know, what, I want, what I want you guys to do, and I heard Corey Ballard say it, is just put in six months. You know, get up a little earlier, do something to better yourself, read a book, don't fall into that whole swiping and, you know, negative commenting on social media. Don't, don't. It's easy to get a hold in or get in part of too, because it's like once you create the routine, then it's, you're stuck in it. And that's one thing I know I have to be very miserly of is just waking up and swiping. The first thing I try to do is wake up and put something, I'm not going to say productive one, but something that I can retain some good information out of. Um, and that's another thing too is like when you go to bed don't go to bed watching something go to bed either listening to something that can better you or just kiss your wife yeah just kiss your kids just do something that you know is going to make you better yeah absolutely that, I mean that's that's very good good advice for sure yeah so with that said guys I'm going to try to wrap up this podcast because I have a meeting to get to that's very important to me um and I want to be on time and have my act together before I get there. So it's in 15 <laughs> minutes. So I've got plenty of time to, to get my brain in that, in that area. Um, put together 
a very good moral compass. Put together um, what you're wanting out of life this year. Um, don't worry about some New Year's resolution. It, it's not about that. It's about being the, the next better version of you and understanding that it's going to be a constant thing where it, it, it's never stagnant, ever. You need to you need to understand that life changes, the world changes. Um, you know, we didn't have these cell phones or podcasts ten years ago. It just didn't exist. Maybe maybe it did, but you know, twenty years ago it definitely didn't. Yeah, exist. not at not at this rate. No. So so junk in, junk out, good in, good out. It's really a simple thing. And and I have this conversation with somebody here recently, and I said, you know, everyone knows right from wrong. And they said to me, no, they don't. I have a hard time with that when they're like, oh, how do you know smoking's bad for you? Because it says it on the damn package. That's, yeah. That's what this person told me. I'm like, it says it on there. It's going to give you cancer. You're lying to yourself. Well, it's funny you say that because I actually, there's a part of me that kind of agrees with that person. I will mention those things off air because it's very, 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 very controversial. Yeah. But I do have an opinion of there. A majority of society, there's this thing called common sense, and yeah. we lack it. Yeah. And it sucks that we lack it because there's things that if you have somebody coming in behind you at a gas station or a store, what is the thing to do? You hold the door for them. Yeah. And if you go, and I, I was talking to Ben about this this morning, and it, it kind of niffed my nerves a little bit. Is like I held a door open for somebody, and he didn't say a word. That's he just ignorant. walked right in. That's and I'm like, you know. There's something to be said about a portion of society. If you're not going to say thank you or even hold the door for somebody behind you or even like that, like it nips my nerves because it's it's just one second. If you can hold the door for one second just to allow that person to catch up, grab the door, come in behind you, and even just to say thank you or you're welcome or no problem, like it agitates me because doing something for – like even paying for a meal – for it's somebody huge. or a drink. Yeah. It's just pay for the next person. Yeah. Carry on a chain of good stuff because it, it's going to come back to you in an exponential form in a different manner that you're not going to expect. You're going to feel far better even if it doesn't come back. You're going to feel better about you. Exactly. Here's here's a quote that I put up actually on Facebook this morning. It's from Paul Walker. If you don't know who Paul Walker is, oh, just yeah, Google it. Um, he said, and, and this is fantastic. I don't know where his mindset came from, but this is beautiful. It said, somebody in the hospital right now begging God for opportunity that you have. Do you dare go uh, to bed depressed? Or it says, don't you dare go to bed depressed. Count your blessings and shake it off. Yeah. And that is that is because you have full control over your mind and your thoughts, and you don't let the trash in, and you take a step back and look at the reality of what you've got going on. And I watch, I watch people I know and love go through this, and they don't take a second and go holy crap it's so amazing to have you in my life like you Kyle you're an amazing person I'm glad to have you in my life I try um, you as well and I've, I've said that to a lot of people since we've um, since we've known each other because it's been it's gone from friendship or sorry it's gone from like acquaintanceship to friendship to a, a brotherhood now um, and I really I Everybody says it sounds cliche, but it, it feel it does feel like family because I can call you and say, "Hey, what are you doing? You want to go out and grab some dinner?" Like you, you told me last week you wanted to have all of us go out and grab dinner before um, the holidays are here. Mm-hmm. You know, take the kids, we all go out, and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, which Absolutely. I'd love to do. Which 
we have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's put that on the schedule. So, guys, we got to cut it off there. I have got to go. I've got some big things I got to handle. Um, we love you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Please go out there and get done what you got to get done to get your moral compass right. Get yourself pointing in the right direction because the world needs you to. Yeah, we and love if you. You need to call Nick. Yeah, we got a coaching program. He can help you find what you need to and slap you around a little bit and say, "Hey, like this is." This is where you need to uh, end the bullshit. Um, he did it with me a couple of years ago, and that was something I'm, I'm very reluctant for. Yeah, yeah, and the link is in the description below. Exactly. So, guys, it's it's all about love and, and, and taking care of one another, and we're here to try to help you as best we can. Uh, please go and follow us on all the different social media platforms. Just Google MulchMate, and you'll find your favorite social media platform. Um, and don't forget to go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to be – we are we are doing everything we can right now i just upgraded my computer with better video cards and all these different things to try to get that up and rolling um, i just got a new camera for my family but we're also going to use it for our products too mm -hmm. so it's just one percent yeah we got a little bit of everything we got 360 cameras we bought and we're, we've been putting together so that's gonna be a lot of fun i got something to talk to you about off air now cool awesome <laughs> well guys have an awesome day if you have any questions shoot us an email at hey hey fastlane at gmail.com and we'd be more than happy to chat with you thanks again for joining us please share with your friends um it means the world to us us to download and share this with uh, all your family and friends and colleagues and all that kind of good stuff. We hope you brought you a ton of value and we hope you have an awesome, awesome day. All right. All right, boys. Catch y'all later. Love you. Have an awesome day. Ultimate.